This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Today, the peculiar sentencing of Ray Epps, Georgia DA Fannie Willis embroiled in her own scandal. And you're going to be shocked, I tell you, to hear the government may not have been telling you the truth about the number of jobs added in 2023. Show me your shocked face. <gasps> We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and the infamous, mysterious J6er Ray Epps has finally received his sentence nearly three years after the fact. The 62-year-old alleged former Oath Keepers member had originally appeared on the FBI's most wanted list directly after January 6, 2021, before suddenly and inexplicably being removed. Now, understandably, people had some questions. You know, if the justice system is blind and Democrats truly take this event seriously, if they truly felt like this was an insurrection, an attack on our country worse than that of 9-11, an attack so heinous that it warranted 18-year sentences for nonviolent protesters, 15 years for taking a selfie in the Capitol and then walking out. Hell, you didn't even have to be present that day to be thrown into federal prison for almost two decades if we are to believe that January 6th was that horrific, one would reasonably expect Ray Epps to receive the harshest sentence of all. After all, he was the man with the strongest, most compelling evidence of any semblance of insurrection out there. While Donald Trump currently faces time in prison for simply telling protesters to peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard, Ray Epps was actually caught on video multiple times instigating civil unrest and encouraging people to go into the Capitol that day. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? No! Peacefully! Fed! 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 Tomorrow, I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to go, I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the up, Boomer. To the Capitol. Base Fed posting? Yeah. <laughs> we need to go into the Capitol. I didn't see that coming. Okay. We are going to the Capitol. Sniff it out real quick. It's that direction. Please spread the word. All right. No, Dave, but one more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No? When we go in. Are we going to get arrested if we go up there? You don't need to get shot. arrest us all? After walking free for two and a half years, while some defendants to this day are still sitting in pretrial detention, being deprived of due process, what was his sentence after all this? 
15 years? 20? No. Despite all of the evidence and despite the long list of J6ers receiving exceptionally severe sentences for nonviolent actions, Ray Epps received a sentence of absolutely no jail time. Zero. Not one day behind bars, $500 in restitution fees, and 100 hours of community service. Huh. Interesting. Don't worry, I'm sure there's no funny business going on there and he's definitely not working with the feds. Here to discuss this and more, we have Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, along with the wonderful, beautiful, amazing, I, the, the world's best hair, Carol Roth, of course, the author of You Will Own Nothing uh, and many more. Recovering investment banker too. I yes. like that title. Got big hair, big mouth, and a fierce Sarah Gonzalez fan. <laughs> Bringing it all here to you today. Um, I'm glad that you guys are here. Um, I'm not thrilled about this. And, I, you know, it would seem to me, because I felt like it, two and a half years went by before the DOJ even charged Ray Epps with anything. And it felt in that moment, this was, what, September of last year. It felt in that moment like, okay. This feels forced because we're not giving up the Ray Epps thing, because we keep asking questions, because there continue to be hearings, and Merrick Garland is asked, and other, you know, the FBI is asked, uh, members of the DOJ are asked, people keep getting asked, who is Ray Epps? Did he have affiliation with the FBI? And we keep getting these non-answers. And so it felt like, okay, they finally realized they needed to do something, and they just wanted to make all of this go away. And then they totally turn around and instead of receiving the six months that, uh, you know, the prosecutors recommended, which still was ridiculous, they could have been like, all right, just do Just go in there do the six months. We can say you had jail time. Instead of that, they're like, no, zero jail time. And they expect us to just be like, oh, oh, well, of course, obviously. Yeah, no, he's that he's not a Fed. So Ray got what all the others should have gotten. No jail time. Mm. Ray saw the justice actually play in his favor. Um, but did he not also enter, Sarah? D is he not on camera, even against people's will, saying, no, you have to go in? No, bad idea. He's a Fed. He's a Fed. It's so obvious. And this is what I think 2024 is going to mark. People, someone asked me the other day, what do you think is going to happen? I said, you're going to see evil walk blatantly, even more bluntly than what we've seen. That's it's going to look like the Gavin Newsom debate with DeSantis. Mm. I'm bad. I destroy cities, and I don't have to even justify my actions. Because right, I just Deal lie. With it. I just lie and Deal weaponize, it, weaponize right? the system. And They're going to say, you know what, Ray Epps, that guy that, that literally on camera does everything that we accuse other Americans of doing, he did it. He's on camera, and he gets no jail time. What are you going to do about it in America? And that's what you're going to see. We're going to see a triple down of bold diabolical actions and they're not even going to shy away or or defend it yeah they don't need to it, and it's so obvious it's so frustrating you watch that i've seen more convincing acting at my community theater production <laughs> of cats right like i believed they were cats more than i believed that this guy you know was really maga and and really kind of trying to juice the crowd and wasn't you know allegedly you know potentially working with somebody else and that's the part, as you said, it's so frustrating because they're throwing it in our faces, mm -hmm. saying it doesn't matter what you do, we're going to have a different level of justice, we're going to have a two-tiered justice system, and we're just going to, at this point, throw it in your face and laugh at you. Right. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. And 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 by the way, who's going to stop us? That's because the point. right. Who? I dare who's you. Go, right. Exactly. Who's going to stop us? Um, case case in point here: the DA of Fulton County in Georgia. Uh, Fannie Willis, who, of course, this is the uh, DA who I know we get all of the Trump indictments sometimes confused. So this is the DA uh, in charge of the. And I, by the way, I don't say There's that a lot to of them. Trump. Like, no. it's just it's, no, it's absolutely so maddening. Preposterous. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, trying to keep up with this is just like, guys, I, I have enough to keep up with with the news of the day. And you're going to throw 91 indictments and I have to keep track of all of them, please. Um, so this is, of course, the election interference case in Georgia. This is the woman behind that. So apparently she is being accused of uh, improperly hiring an alleged romantic partner to prosecute Donald Trump and financially benefited from their relationship. This is according to a court motion filed uh, yesterday, which was filed by one of Trump's uh, co-defendants. Because, you know, this is a RICO case, so there's a bunch yeah. of defendants. Um, and it was filed by one of his co-defendants, who is arguing that the criminal charges in the case were unconstitutional. You think? <laughs> so apparently this is special prosecutor Nathan Wade, who is the mysterious lover. He is a private attorney, and he paid for lavish vacations he took with Fannie Willis using the Fulton County funds his law firm received. And uh, county records show that he has received nearly $654,000 in legal fees since January 2022. Of course, the DA is the one who authorizes his compensation. By the way, in case it matters, he is married. Oh, boy. Oh, no, yeah. but that actually does matter. But that's par for the course for that side of the political ledger. It is diabolical. It's immoral. It's carnage. And their lives normally look like this. Yeah. But again, it's the taxpayer who's paying this guy. Right. We're paying this guy. Right. We are paying this guy to have affairs and try to indict a, a former president wrongfully and, you know, friends with benefits. I saw one headline that said that he was, um, you know, the, she hired allegedly this inexperienced lover on the side to, to prosecute. And I wanted to know if he was an inexperienced lover or an inexperienced prosecutor. Mm. And how probably that, lover was how that played in. Um, I also, you know, the lavish vacations, I mean, one of them was a cruise. So let, let's just let's just put it out there. So I'm not sure if we can say it's not lavish, but on the other hand, it was like $654,000 in fees for somebody who's inexperienced in one way or another, allegedly. Um, but, you know, a handsome man, so, you know, good for you, Fanny. I feel like, hold on, let's, let. by the way, I, I think he's in the middle of a divorce, but he is, I, I believe, he's still officially married. Um, so, what, how, I think that maybe he is not, maybe he's not inexperienced <laughs> as a lover, because if he was, would you pay him Let's look at some of this invoicing. Uh, team interview meeting prep. A quick two grand for that team interview meeting prep. You got to... That's experience. That's an, exper that's an experienced right. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's yeah. like, I mean, I don't... Well, I don't know. I don't want to know. But all, I, all of what I do... All I'll tell you is saying, his, his rate is saying. not cheap. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. His rate is not his, cheap. His meeting prep, whatever is involved <laughs> in prepping that meeting... Goes for two thousand dollars in you know in that land. So just I'm in the wrong line of work. Awesome. No, no, you're just fine. Where you are. <laughs> this just, could go in a very bad direction. I got it, so Stephen. I got it, it, Stephen. You're fine where you back. are. Thank okay, you. okay. So, so, but okay. Point being, is anything going to actually happen? No.
No. No, and it's so cute if you think it is. It, this is just, this is what they do. Uh, rules for thee, but not for me. We can do whatever we want. We can weaponize the judicial system against you. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, the case will get heard by one of our friends, right? She's a DA and one of her friends, I'm yes. sure, will hear it and be like, ah, well, nothing, nothing to see here. And it will be uh, a giant lo- money dismissed. laundering scheme. Yeah. I mean, that's, Literally, what, that's, that's what it is. Sure. That's all. That's, what that's it is. all our government has become yes. is political theater and legal, in some cases, marginally legal money laundering. Right. That's it. That's all they're doing. And, and this is a case. This is one one yeah. individual, close to a million bucks, okay, in a year. One individual. There are tens of thousands of these guys mm-hmm. that that manage and control the system at a county level. All the little Soros minions. And somehow, by hook or crook, they convince us that the American people need to pay their salaries. And we do. Definitely mm-hmm. by crook. Yeah. I'm, I'm voting yeah. on, if yeah. the hook and crook are my choices, I'm by going crook. with crook. crook. Yeah, I for sure. So. Yeah. I think so. I, so I always say, every time we drive past, like in our neighborhood or surrounding roads, there's always construction somewhere. Like always. Yes. And I swear, I'm like, if you, if I ever had like the energy or time to look into who the, gets the contract. Yes. It, I guarantee you nine times out of ten, it will always be someone's family member, someone's close you, you friend. You mean when you someone, look into... Because I'm like, the, the road was fine. In, in, in your area of town, which is amazing, but you look into a particular company and sons. Yeah. And you track yeah. down to political contributions and yes. there you go, oh, that's why they yes. did all the road work. Wait, wait till you hear about this family called the Bidens. <laughs> Yeah, oh. exactly, and what their exactly. family Are allegedly yeah. um, has gotten via different family members mm-hmm. and LLC structures yeah, that has uh, flagged lots of different concerns within the financial system that apparently nobody has looked at. No, 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 looked but you got it wrong. Sounds it's like a, a conspiracy theory repayments. to me. Right. It's loan repayments. Yes, <laughs> right. yes. Right. Without, a lot of yeah. loans. Because, well, and when you work in public office for forever, right. you make all this money. You yes. earn so much money being in public office yeah. that you yeah. just have you all of this cash laying families. around. It's like the NFL. You got cousins you didn't know existed. They come. Yeah. They yeah. Want. And you establish your own bank in, informally because, of course, you don't want to have to register yeah, You do it rules. with J.P. Morgan. And then you just, you know, kind of put it out to whoever needs a, a loan and then just repay me whenever. Yeah, just so whenever. Just don't leave any cocaine in You do it with, you do it with, <laughs> no, you leave it in the White House. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. That would be. Yeah, yeah. You, you, go, to, you, go, to, you go to the VP. And Hunter, you go to the VP and the two of you go stash it in that area of the White House. Yeah, that is that is a... Honestly, if someone told me, no, it wasn't Hunter's, it was Kamala's, I would totally buy it. Yeah. Which just shows. <laughs> Why would you say that, Sarah? Is there something about a Venn diagram that overlaps in a certain area? Yeah. And well, also school buses. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We will be back with more. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Moink. So, look... I'm going to gross you out a little bit, but it's necessary. All right, 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company. It's owned by the Chinese, and their hogs are given given something called ractopamine, which is banned in like 160 countries, including China, where they come from. But you're going to find it in your grocery aisle every day. Does that sound disgusting? Yeah, that's because it is. So I want to tell you about Moink. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, uh, wild-caught Alaskan salmon directly to your door. And Moink Farmers Farm, like our grandparents did, and you can taste 
the difference. You can also feel good knowing you're helping Family Farms stay financially independent as well. You're going to pick the meat delivered in every box so you know it's going to be something that you love. They've got ribeyes. They've got chicken breasts. They've got filet, which is my absolute favorite. They've got bacon that my 11-year-old son will eat his weight in. Everything we have had from them tastes delicious. And if you don't like it, which you will, you can cancel anytime. So keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com news right now. Listeners of this show will get free ground beef for a year. That is one year of the best ground beef you will ever taste, but it's for a limited time, so don't sleep on this. It is moinkbox.com news. That is moinkbox.com news. Uh, Former First Lady Big Mike, I'm sorry, uh, Michelle Obama was recently on a podcast where she said that she is terrified, terrified of what may come out of the 2024 election. Uh, I want to play that clip for you. Watch. The things that keep me up because you you don't have control over them Mm -hmm. and you wonder where are people, where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen. Me too. Because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, mm-hmm. who holds that bully pulpit. Mm-hmm. It affects us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. Does any Democrat have self-awareness? No, zero. And what Michelle is saying is very true. They always, they speak truth. It is true. It's like Satan, 99% true and 1% lie. She is terrified of not having control Mm. because the Obamas have control. Mm -hmm. She's terrified of not having control. Uh, She's terrified of how it's going to impact her life, not your lives, because if it was about your lives, her friend in the White House under the direction of her husband, who said he'd like a third term, but he wasn't actually in the White House, would close the border. Not about your life. Their lives are going to get really uncomfortable when Trumpy is in the White House, you know. So, no, she's speaking the truth. She is terrified. Yeah, yeah. She Well, it's just fascinating because she's like, I, I mean, it matters who controls the bully pulpit. And it matters, like, who our figurehead is. Yeah, we know, which is why it's a problem that we have a walking vegetable that is apparently controlling the bully pulpit, even though we, of course, know that that's not true. I I watched this, and the first thing that pops into my head is, she's running. Like, all of a sudden, they're trotting out Michelle Obama, who we haven't seen in a very long time. We saw a little bit of Hillary a few months ago. I don't know that she really wants to deal. She wants all the benefits, but she still wants to do her Hollywood stuff. Right. stuff. But keep an eye on if she p- keeps popping up, that's going to terrify me yeah. because that means that whoever it is that they're going to, you know, sh- in this little shell game that is running Joe Biden, that they're going to eventually mm-hmm. substitute or do whatever games that they're doing because we know they don't play by any specific sorts of rules, right. um, that she could be one of those people along with Hillary or Gavin Newsom. So I would watch that. But the other part of that interview that terrified me was her um, admission that she's like, oh, people think that the government doesn't do anything. They do everything. Everything, And it's like, yeah, that's a problem. And that's the thing that terrifies me. What's going on now terrifies me. What you just said terrifies me. So we're all terrified together, but just not necessarily for the same reason. Yeah, and so so I want to read that whole quote because that's a great point. She said... I'm like, oh my God, does government do does government do everything for us? We cannot take this democracy 
for yeah. granted. Yeah. And sometimes I worry that we do. No. No, I don't think that we uh, are angry enough about the control that they have over every single move that we make. That's what I would say. Um, so to your point, Carol, about whether or not she's running, that one fascinates me because I almost wonder if she's just putting the feelers out and like dipping her toe in it. Because to your point, Yaku, you kind of have it made when you don't actually have to be the face, but you still are You're pulling the strings and you're controlling things behind the scenes, but you still get to live your life. If it's her and it's her face, she's going to have to walk away from all of that. And that's a, I mean, that would be a big step for her. So yeah. I wonder if she's like, she's dipping her toe in to your point, Carol is yeah. like, all right, let me just see what happens. And I can always pull back and not accept it if I don't want it, but maybe I can just, I don't know. Yeah, See, those, people start talking. conversations, I, I'm not, I'm not, yes, I do think there's an element of that, but those conversations are happening behind the scenes with Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and those that run the party and, and, and the Rockefellers and the Soros's of the world and the financial pundits. And yes, JP Morgan, I wasn't kidding, and Morgan Stanley and Chase, they're having those conversations, I think, daily on... Mm -hmm you know, the permutations of who, we, what do we do here? And I'm sure they are thinking, and she's probably on her own going, do I want to do this? Because I'm kind of sitting high and mighty here. We're pulling all the purse strings. We're getting all the benefits, and we are not taking any fire, Yeah. right? But her husband telegraphed it for us. I say, when people tell you who they are, trust them. You know, sometimes you need, we go, oh, they're just making a joke. No, when Obama said, it would be great. To have a third term, but not actually be the sitting president. Well, and not only that, it would be historic again. So not only it's a, a woman president, it's a black woman president. Mm -hmm. it, it would, you know, create this thing that if you are a complete narcissist and are involved in your own ego, even though you may not want it, when people start going, well, think about this and think about the accolades and think about your place in history and think about, let's show you the mock-up of the picture oh, of you on of the podium. Yeah. You know, yeah. that can take somebody who's like, well, it's only four more years or maybe eight, but whatever it is, I can go back to Hollywood. So I do think there's probably that uh, push-pull with her where mm. she really kind of doesn't want to do it, but people might be in her ear. I'll tell you well. this, yeah. I'll tell you this, you want to see sport? Gavin Newsom will fight her for it. Oh, he sure will. It's his God. <laughs> oh, he sure will. Gavin will fight her for it, too. You, I would love to see a little friction between the Obamas and Gavin Newsom. And by the way, who in the world sits down for an interview like that? What is that guy wearing? <laughs> I don't Gen know, Z, to be What honest. is this Gen Z guy? Get out of your pajamas and wake up, dude. And Jay Shetty? What is he wearing in an interview? With the... With the former first lady, former first lady, big Mike. I don't I mean, know. I mean, this is like this is what's wrong with our culture today. There's no self-respect and dignity and, and and you know etiquette. I don't know. I'm I'm one who who likes a little comfort from time to time. It's after the holidays. Perhaps he ate too much. He needed the elastic pants. Times and you places. Know, it's not like he's a senator or anything like that. So you know, we'll give him a little bit of a pass. That is Plus, a great by point. the time the I last time I bashed somebody for wearing you know a hoodie, it turned out that they took a red pill and now all of a sudden are awesome. So. Um, not yeah. so fast. <laughs> not so fast. We can't go a guy took a red pill because he's on a single issue. Well, because then there's a whole bunch of them. No, I, I got I got like five things that he's been good on. I'm yeah, just saying. I'm I, just will, saying. I will. I will. I will. Uh, <laughs> 
give credit where credit is due, and I will bash him where he deserves being bashed, and that yes. is what I will do. But I will say, I do appreciate, you know, I mean... Elastic pants? <laughs> I love elastic <laughs> pants, actually. Um, but I also appreciate um, the, the fact that, like, we're dying over here in our primary on, on the conservative side. We are like not in everyone's good at each other's we are at not each in other's good throats. Spot. And it would just be nice yeah. to just to just see the other side go through some of that pain, yeah, go through right. some of that stress, go through some of that discord. Um, yeah, because they seem to be united in every single thing. And we just can't get out of our own way long enough to actually come together and create some sort of movement and change. So I'm just rooting for the in-party fighting. I hear you, but it sort of doesn't matter which one, you know, it, it's sort of like we spin the top and they all land on the same color yeah. because at the end of the day, you know, people thought Joe Biden was going to be a moderate. I mean, are his policies, the rules that are being implemented by his executive branch any different than what we would have seen from Bernie Sanders or right. Elizabeth Warren? Absolutely right. not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, okay, all right, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break and then we are going to talk all things jobs when we come back. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You guys are going to be really shocked to hear this. I don't think the government was truthful with us with some of their statistics. Are you oh, horrible? No. Yeah, I, I didn't. I never. I heard a little bit of a gasp, but I didn't hear like a. <gasps> <laughs> I would have thought to hear that from you guys when I told you that the shocked. government You're was not really, truthful. Really shocked. You're shocked too silent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm rendered speechless. Uh, so uh, apparently, almost a quarter of all jobs added in 2023 didn't actually exist. So the original number of jobs reported by the federal government in 2023 was revised down by a total of 749,000 jobs, um, which really- Small number. Yeah, I mean, it seems I mean, it's like a, a lot. detail, Sarah. It seems like a lot. And I don't, I mean, listen, this is your realm. My realm. So how does this happen? Okay, well, let me realm it for you. <laughs> Please. Um, as uh, attributed to Mark, Qu Mark Twain, there are three types of lies. There's lies, damn lies, and statistics. <laughs> and so this falls in that, that third bucket. Um, I, have, I have gone and done some research, but I have not actually crunched the numbers. So there is a, a discrepancy on whether it was actually 14% or 24% of all jobs that didn't actually exist. There's some question about whether some of the ones that you had mentioned might have been double counted. But nonetheless, what happens is that when the data is collected in these surveys, they go through adjustments and seasonal adjustments and models and all these kinds of things for an estimate. 
and our data is always revised. You know, something like the GDP, we get three what we call prints of it. You get the initial, you get a, a mid-read, and we get a final read. So there's always adjustments. What's unusual this time, and we've only gotten the first uh, set of numbers for December, so they haven't gotten the quote-unquote adjustments yet, but for the first 11 months of 2023, 10 out of the 11 months were adjusted down. Oh, great. So most of the time you might see like, you know, okay, it's five months down, but then you've got some up and it kind of balances out in 2022. That's what it was. It was five months down. You had some that were unchanged. You had some that were up and it was like, you know, 60,000 or something like that job differential. But here we're talking about hundreds of thousands of jobs, which calls into question, you know, whether or not these, you know, data centers, which you really shouldn't listen to anyway, yeah. um, because the numbers are garbage to begin with. But if there's another layer of politicization on top of it, but, you know, if just going back and calling it, it backwards, the way they gather the information makes no sense. If you have the establishment survey, which is the one that we all pay attention to, it doesn't even count self-employed people, which mm. we know um, if you don't have a, a corporate entity around you, you know, tens of millions of people in our yeah. workforce. Um, and the way that the two surveys are done, uh, the establishment survey also doesn't take into account that you might have multiple jobs. So if you're on multiple payrolls, you're getting counted twice, which, by the way, we're at an all-time record high, almost 8.7 million people who've got multiple jobs that are being counted. So this is an insane scenario that they're trying to continue to claim victory. Oh, we did this great thing with jobs. We're through with jobs. However, you know, by the, the, the reclamation of jobs from the ones that were given back after the pandemic yeah, mandates, yeah. Um, you know, the revisions. And oh, by the way, a large part of this are government jobs, too, which are not the kind of jobs you want. Uh, Full time jobs have been exchanged for part time jobs. People are multiple jobs. I don't know that you'd want people poking around in jobs and saying that this is the one thing that we're going to hang our hat on because it's literally the only thing that they can try to hang their hat on. Yes, correct. Because <laughs> they're they're trying Bidenomics. It's not working, right? Uh, they're trying jobs. It's not working because people, it turns out, have eyeballs and can see for themselves. Or they used to have yeah, bank, bank accounts. Bank. Now they had to shut them down because <laughs> yeah. there's no oh, money. No, now it, they're just overdrafted. It ends up that Americans can actually think. Yeah. Although they told you in 2020, the real thing they wanted you to forfeit was your ability to think for yourself. Does it make sense? What they're telling me to do with my health, etc. This is 700 plus thousand jobs. Here's the problem, though. They went out and messaged to the American people that there's job growth. Mm -hmm. Here's the issue with Americans. Honestly, they forget. Yeah. Right? I agree. A lot of data. And, and, I agree. And and they don't dig in. It's all surface level. And they just took it at face value. Like Biden grew the economy. They get this and this will just fly by and won't stick. They won't go. They lie to you. Let's hammer on. They lie to you. They don't have the, the metrics right. They don't know. Some of the jobs are jobs that they took from you, that they brought back from mm -hmm. COVID. They, they don't count jobs. They don't know. They don't understand but they already said the lie, so they grew the economy. Here's the thing that I'm gonna let you guys in on a little secret as somebody who runs in the financial realm. 
is that at the end of the day, no American cares about statistics. Mm -hmm. They only care if they have a job. How they don't they, care yeah. what the jobs situation looks yeah. like. They care about, do I have a job? They don't care about what you're saying about inflation. They care about what their cost of living is. Mm -hmm. Which is why the gas pump was beautiful. Yeah. Because they could stand at the gas pump and go, uh, you're lying. Right. It's 520 for a gallon. I remember with my eyeballs right. Right. when it was 285, when it was 320. It works. But, but it doesn't. That's the problem. So let me, I'm going to let you know the other does. secret is that they go, oh, the economy is our number one issue. It's our number one issue. We're going to vote with our dollars. And then they get in there like, eh, but I don't know. Maybe I'll just go with the Democrats again. They'll figure it out. This happens over and over again. We saw this during Barack Obama's second term when he was up against Mitt Romney. He had the slowest recovery of all time. People were frustrated with their financial situation. They went, well, just, maybe we'll just try the same thing again. And so they people say this is what matters to them. And then they have like a men in black moment where they're like, oops, we you know, wiped out our memories they when forget. they go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, they forget yeah. by the time they get to the polls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately. So I want to I get to uh, the, uh, you touched on this, Carol, when we were talking about this, but it is terrifying to me that I'm reading, two, okay, so 216,000 jobs, if you believe that number, were added in December. Um, I don't think that they've revised that one yet, that but 52,000 of them were in government, bringing the total number of government employees to an all-time high of... 23 million, 23 million people work in the federal government. And it's like, how is it possible? That's 23 million voters who go to the polls. Do you think they're going to vote? And know where they get their paycheck from. Right. Tell me that's not intentional. Well, they get their paycheck from, from you us. and from you right. and from you and from you watching. Right. That's the part that is frustrating is that those types of jobs, even though we know how those people are going to vote, those are not productive jobs right. on the same exactly. level because they're funded by taxpayer dollars. Exactly. Well, let me, let me, Tara's the one asking questions here. So may I? <laughs> may I ask sure. Am I allowed? I don't know. To? I'm a little, okay. I'm scared. Yes. Seriously. Yes. There's no financial institution in this country I trust with numbers. I don't trust Wall Street for a New York second, okay? You, talk, you said count, you know, count, count jobs double? Yeah, like they count votes double. Mm. They'll count double when it suits them. All the numbers shared with the American people is finagled. It is, mm -hmm. it is filtered. It's censored. If we truly were to take a law gavel... Right, and cut this thing clean with a scalpel. Let's start at Wall Street. Let's start up there. Let's start with the big banks. And let's go, let's go really look at who's really making this country move and break and shake and bake. And let's start with the banks. Not to frown upon your industry, but I'm just telling you, the aiding and abetting... That's become my industry. Is this, is this a Jewish thing? Is this a Jewish thing? It's my, now it's my industry. I, I don't know. I'm 50% Jewish. So are, are you talking to me? You can uh -oh. gladly talk to me. I'll talk, I'll talk me to you. I, I'm not I'm the banking industry, just no, Rob. No, you're not the banking recovering industry. Recovering you're, investment banker. You're a recovering investment banker. I wasn't an investment banker. I'm just saying that all roads... Follow the money. Follow the manipulation of the money. Follow the contracts that's being issued. I just came from the border. Why don't you go ask Abbott why his buddies are getting the busing contracts? And then we're sitting in the GOP and go, there's a problem. Right. Numbers are fudged and finagled across the board, not just jobs, all of it. I, I would agree. But what I would say about that is when you're talking about being surgical, 
if the government didn't have the the power, which it shouldn't, and it, it you know contractually probably doesn't, to be able to give out those types of contracts, then the other folks wouldn't be able to manipulate the system. But vice versa, if you took out the banks, the government's still going to find a way to manipulate. Sure. They're just going to have a different source of funding. And so, you know, listen, I'm the biggest anti-Fed person. I've written multiple books throwing them under the bus. Um, everybody's in cahoots together. But the way that we stop this is by not allowing the government to have the power That's right. to let that, you know, come to bear and to let these scales be tipped in the direction of big business you know, big finance, whatever. So to support you and my point to all this is let's look at different metrics. Let's stop looking at job creation, the economy, inflation, and let's focus on something that the people actually can influence, and that's culture, and that's family, and the nuclear family, and how does it affect my kids in the classroom? You can shake your head. I'm telling you, today the mom's number one With, fight is I her child. Can, I, well, I'm going to tell you that if, we, if our financial system collapse, then all of a sudden we're going to be run by China, and that culture not going to matter. Sure, yeah, but you're, tell, you're telling me people don't care about money when it comes to the polls. So I'm talking about votes here. I'm talking about moving a Trump like character back into the White House. You say people don't care about money. It was terrible money. on finance as yeah. well. Yeah. No. But what is going to move them at the polls? If it's not finance, if it's not their pocketbook, if it's not jobs, then what's going to make them stand at the poll and go, I've got to go in a different direction? Those are the questions that the GOP should be asking today and not go, Biden's, Biden economic, Bidenomics is bad and the job creation. Find out what's going to move them at the poll, what matters to the family to to abandon a 10-year voting history and go, I got to go a different direction. That's strategic. Otherwise, you're going to get more of the same. The, the monkey see, monkey do. They're going to do the same thing at the poll. They're going to forget and vote a certain direction. Yeah. Last word, Carol. Yeah, well, I would say at this point, based on the slate of candidates that we have as possibilities, doesn't matter which one of those characters you put in, I still don't think you solved the problem. And to me, that's the bigger problem. Mm -hmm. All right, we have a, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Always the lesser of two evils that we vote for. Right. Well, Dr. Fauci was being grilled on Capitol Hill today. Uh, actually, I think this was yesterday and today. Uh, he evaded more than 100 questions about COVID, the lab leak theory, and his ties to Wuhan. Um, and he also admitted that he signed off on millions of dollars worth of grants without reviewing the proposals and appeared to admit his agency had little oversight of the foreign labs that it bankrolled. He went through another seven hours of questioning um, today. But it's fascinating because According to the House Select Committee on Coronavirus, uh, he denied remembering key details of the COVID response more than 100 times. Which is interesting because he was one of the, I'm just saying, if you are the top paid federal employee, even more than the president of the United States, I just feel like you should take it more seriously than just, I don't remember. Or, or he does remember right. and he just doesn't want to say mm -hmm because he's trying to avoid uh, having any sort of accountability or responsibility for what he did. And the sad part is, I am quite confident that he will have absolutely no accountability for what he did, which I believe led to the you know, worst uh, massacre of Americans of all time. 
He has the, the, the most blood on his hands of Americans than anyone else, the greatest con man in American history. And he just doesn't remember. And doesn't remember. To go back to our point here that we were talking about in the last block, the biggest wealth transfer from Main Street to Wall Street, which was enabled by the charade that he created. Mm, that's a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. That was my, my point earlier is you're going to see this. You're going to see a different kind of a politician. And he's a politician. Fauci is a politician. You're going to see a different kind of politician rise up in 2024. The politician that says, nah, so what? Just deny it. Don't need to justify it because he understands that he's insulated. How insulated do you have to be? Yeah. As, An as Anthony Fauci, to work your way into the Trump administration. Yeah, that's a great point. How insulated are you? Think about that for one second. And, okay. and going back to the voters, I mean, on the Democratic side, they still hail him as a hero. Absolutely. If you guys have any friends who happen to be Dems, and you talked about him, it's like, oh, this guy was an angel that was sent mm. down from heaven, and he's great, and without him, where would we be? I mean, they, they don't consume the same level of information. They're in complete denial, and so that allows for this accountability because you have part of the population being like, well, why would you hold this man accountable? Well, they'll defend he's, him. Uh. He's like, you know, great. He's like Santa Claus. He's amazing. We love him. It's terrifying. It's, it is terrifying. Yeah, they'll defend him, Sarah, and they'll bow to him again. That's the, they will do it again. Some will do it again. Or you talk to families that lost loved ones that were on that side of the ledger and then have a completely different tune. But listen, this guy should be tried for crimes against mm -hmm. humanity yes. mm -hmm. in the international Amen. tribunal. Mm -hmm. Amen. Not just American, American lives lost. The world listened to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was the guy. All the other. And heck, at times, even the World Health Organization yeah. danced to his tune. No, he should be tried for crimes against humanity and all the others. And then there's some people that are going to fall in that bucket that the conservatives are not going to like because there's many. There's many on our side of the ledger that dance like puppets to that too. That were all too happy to shut down, mask up, take your rights from you, you know, keep your kids out of school. Yeah, that's what's so frustrating is that you would think that if we could agree on anything now, today, uh, January 9th, 2024, it's that Dr. Fauci is evil. Like you would think that... And, I'll set the Democrats aside because they're, they, I think they're, they're delusional. Mentally, yeah, they're, they're mentally delusional. incapable yeah. of understanding and being rational and reasonable. So that's fine. Throw them out, okay? Just on the conservative side, I think you would have a good handful of, of Republican lawmakers who would not be willing to say what he did was horrendous and to say what you just said, Yaku, which is he should be tried. In the international. Yes. In the yes. Because of the insulation that you brought Absolutely. up because yes. the, he is protected Insulated. by whatever that, that structure, whatever you want to call it, deep state, that, that yeah. entrenched government structure that unfortunately far too many people on the right side of the aisle are comfortable with. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're funded yeah. by him. We know, we look at the racists where the left funded conservative racists where these politicians take money from, from J.B. Pritzker's opponent. This is a guy that's experimenting on, on fetal cells and insane stuff. This is the humanoid champion in America, a governor of a state. He funded his, uh, one of his opponent's campaigns. Yes. I mean, what oh, kind I of a... I didn't see that. Yeah, what kind of a... I helped in the races up there. What kind of a conservative in good conscience would take money from that side of the ledger if you're not compromised, mm -hmm. if you're not already in there? You ask who? 
Just go down to Austin, the date feelings of the world. Those are the guys that'll stand with Anthony Fauci. Those are, the, yeah, that, those are the guys. I mean, and so this is at the top of the show. You said, hey, we're divided. They're united because they serve mm-hmm. Satan and, and, and they're not allowed to speak truth. It's not that even if they wanted to, they swore an allegiance to party and party is God and they can't. If they break rank, that party will ostracize them into oblivion. Mm. They will cancel them. They cancel them as hard as they cancel any of us. They will ruin their lives. So they don't. Even if they want to in their core go, eh, I wish I could tell the truth. They, they will can. not. Yeah. And they right. didn't probably even ask him one question about that pitch, that first pitch that didn't make it anywhere near the plate. <laughs> I, I bet they didn't even say that one thing about it. He should go straight to prison just for that. For that alone. Right? For that alone. <laughs> that alone. Put away. Take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> Death of baseball by Anthony yeah. Which was worse. Exciting announcement to make, guys. Uh, Don Lemon just announced on X, I've heard you, and today I am back. Bigger, bolder, freer. My new media company's first project is The Don Lemon Show. It will be available to everyone easily, whenever, wherever you want it. It's going to be on X. It's going to be, this is just the beginning, so stay tuned. And I have a theory on this, is that it was just supposed to be a text to his mom. (laughs) Because he said, I've heard you. And I don't think anyone, no one was asking for I am this. so excited about this, comments. Sarah. <laughs> I have been, you know how I am on X. I love Twitter slash X so much. I'm on there. And I, all I've been thinking about every single day is, you know what would make this place so much better? Is if they did a show with Don Lemon. <laughs> that would just come full circle and all of our problems as a nation would be healed because I personally have missed him and his insightful commentary so much. And maybe he'll bring Jussie Smollett back with him. Oh, we could only hope. Juicy, Juicy Smollett. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.